Hello, and welcome to One Real Good Thing, where we dive into one thing you can do today to propel your life in a healthy direction. I'm Ellie Krieger, and in this episode, I'm talking with Tracy McWhirter, public health nutritionist and transformative leader in the field of plant-based nutrition. She's the author of Ageless Vegan and founder of the 10 Million Black Vegan Women Movement. Whether you're thinking about going vegan or if you're an omnivore like me, Tracy's one thing holds true. One of the best things you can do for your health is to eat more dark green leafy vegetables. Listen to why she says the glow is in the greens. So Tracy, thank you so much for being here today. It's just great to have you on. And I'm such an admirer of your work. And I I particularly love, you know, before we get really dig into your one real good change, which is to add dark green leafies, which I love and I can't wait to talk about. But before that, I just want to tell you how much I admire what you're doing and particularly the way you're blazing this trail to help people become vegan. But you really don't see it as an all or nothing proposition. And I think a little bit that that essentially... Um, you just want all people, regardless of the diet plan that they're having, is to eat more plant-based meals. So I just think that that kind of like, it's not a black or white issue. It's for everyone to enjoy more plant-based meals. And I think your recipes really reflect that accessibility. Thank you, Ellie. Well, it's wonderful to be here with you. Thank you for having me and uh, for your warm words. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I, you know, I do ultimately want people to go vegan because I think we have to say that that's the ideal way to eat. It's the healthiest way we know to eat. And I also know everyone is not going to do it, right? And I believe in helping people take steps and working with folks where they are. And so what that means is adding more plants to your plate, right? And helping people do that in whatever way they can do it. Um, But yeah, I, I, I have not um, been tiptoeing around the fact that that's ultimately what I want people to do. And I just want folks to work backwards from there. I mean, it took me a year and a half to transition. I was the least likely person to do this. So I completely understand where folks are coming from. And I think it, it you know, just makes me um, more peaceful and easy with it with folks when I work with folks. Well, that's terrific. And I would love to dive in now to your one real good change, which is to add dark green leafies. And I can't imagine a more important and wonderful thing to do in terms of adding color, flavor, nutrition, pizzazz kind of texture um, to your life. So why aren't people doing this? Can we just get at that right away? Like people are not, why aren't people eating dark green leafy vegetables. What's so scary about them? Yeah, you know, exactly. What is so scary about them? I mean, I think that the main thing is that we're, we're just so used to uh, eating salty, fatty, sugary things like that's what we want. And with processed food, that kind it kind of exacerbates that it exponentially increases our desire for these foods, right? And so that's what we crave. That's what we want. That's what, when you eat more of something, you want more of something. And so it crowds out some of the healthier foods. And then vegetables just in general have a bad rap. Dark leafy greens are not sweet. 
They're not creamy or fatty, right? They're not sugary. And we just connote that with perhaps something that's bitter, something that's pungent, something that's just not, you know, that needs a lot of help seasoning and doctoring, right? Because our taste buds are so used to these other kinds of foods. And, you know, I can relate because growing up, I hated vegetables. I, I mean, it was my mother. So I, I, I keep saying I'm the least likely person to have, to have done this, but I understand the fact that people just, you know, that's not their preferred food. And it's not, marketed to us that, you know, is something that's desirable. I think that marketing thing's a really important aspect. I want to get back to that, but I have to just say that any parent out there whose child is not into vegetables, there is officially hope for you, right? Hope for them that they will grow up to be not only a vegetable eater, but a vegetable advocate. So a vegetable pusher. That's <laughs> I know. I call myself a vegetable marketer, actually. Yeah. So that's so funny. Um, but um, but in terms of marketing, let's talk about that for a second, because I do think that is a big problem, that one of the, the billions of dollars that go into marketing highly processed, uber sugary, fatty, high processed foods, if a fraction of that, even if the tiniest eyedropper full of that money went into marketing things like dark green leafies, we would probably be eating more of them. <laughs> I think so. There's no question about it. Most people think that they, you know, most adults think that they are too savvy to be influenced by marketing to the point that it's going to change them, the way that they eat. It's going to influence the way that they eat um, towards, you know, unhealthier foods. And, but that's what marketing does. It get, It's invisible. It gets beneath us and under, you know, behind us, above us, around us. And it's supposed to do that. And it works. I mean, you can look at the fact that we don't eat as many healthy foods, particularly dark leafy greens, and we eat more processed food, more processed food, junk food, sweets, that those kinds of foods are the most marketed, the most advertised for, mm -hmm. and not only by the food industry, but the federal government. So it is not magic. I mean, this is the reason that we eat what we eat. It's not just personal taste. And so that being said, African-American women eat the most dark leafy greens of any demographic. That has been consistent for decades. And so um, because that's the, the uh, audience, the demographic that I particularly uh, focus on, it's an easier lift for me to um, say, you're already eating dark leafy greens, we grew up with them, you love them, let's just cook them in a different way, right? And so um, for me personally, in the work that I do with Black women, it's an easier lift, right? To encourage people to eat more dark leafy greens, but in a healthier way. Well, because there's a familiarity. And I think th that's fabulous. And I would love to see that transition translate to America at large. Um, and, and we have the power to do that. If we're in our kitchens and we're kind of in charge of the kitchen and cooking, then we can actually raise our families and expose our families to a wider variety of foods like leafy greens and make them familiar to them. Exactly. So what a great opportunity. I agree. And there's so many easy ways to do it. I mean, you can add greens 
dark leafy greens in so many ways. So you can add them to, you can add kale or spinach to a smoothie. I don't know if you want me to, to share that now or you wanted to get sure, into it. Sure, we can just go with the flow. Um, <laughs> there's so much to talk about. And adding greens to a smoothie is a no-brainer because you barely taste it. I mean, people think like, oh, oh no, my, my smoothie's now going to taste like a swamp or something. <laughs> you literally barely taste it. And you don't, and it doesn't turn green. Like if you're using blackberries or raspberries or strawberries, your greens are going to be that beautiful fuchsia purple color, right? It, the green, the, the smoothie is. So the greens are not going to change the color. You can also cut up greens really finely and add them to soups, to stir fries, to stews. You can sprinkle them on top of chili mm -hmm. um, to put them in wraps. So you don't need a whole new recipe. You don't need, you can actually work with kind of what you have. You can even take like your macaroni and cheese and throw a handful of spinach in it. Yeah. You can take, as you're saying, like your chili. I never actually thought of doing this with chili. So thank you for that because I, I do it with almost all of my stews and, um, and soups is at the end of cooking, just throw in a handful of greens yeah. and it just adds this whole other textures, ribbons of beautiful texture and color. Exactly. So. And it doesn't change the taste. So you're, you're getting this super boost of the most nutritious food on the planet without even tasting it. It's, a, it's such a win. And when you're kind of in the smoothie, you're kind of hiding it. So you're not necessarily increasing that exposure to people. But then there's ways putting it in a soup or in a, um, or in a stew, you are then seeing it. So you are increasing exposure, which I think some of that hiding vegetables is good, right? We want to use every tool in our toolbox, but then that exposure I think is important. Um, but so let's name some of it. I think people don't even realize the vast array of greens that are even available to us. And not only in, um, in the produce section, kind of uh, the fresh section, but also in the convenience forms. Mm -hmm. So I think let's like dig into that a little bit because it's so doable. And I think there's, it really breaks down a lot of barriers to talk about how doable it is in that way in, on the, in the shopping, in the shopping cart. <laughs> right. So let me, let's name some dark leafy greens. And uh, so that people have an idea of the variety. Okay. So let's I'm do it. Name, uh, some greens when that people can think of when they think of going to the grocery store and, and adding some some dark leafies to their cart: arugula, bok choy, Brussels sprouts, chard, collards, dandelion greens, green cabbage, kale, mustard greens, spinach, and even parsley and cilantro. Oh, yeah. The, yes. Actually, I love that because I personally think using parsley um, and cilantro as a main ingredient in salads and things like they do in the Middle East, like they do in North Africa, like they do in so many regions of the world. Mm -hmm. I'm using it as a main ingredient as opposed to like just a garnish, right? right. Exactly. So it is a green in that way. But I love that list. And I, I have to say that I think there's one on that list that to me is a total sleeper. Like, why aren't people eating more Swiss chard? Yes, yes, absolutely. I agree with you. It's so tender. And if you're concerned about the greens being bitter or too chewy, Swiss chard is very much like spinach in its level of tenderness. And it's so mild tasting. So if you haven't gone and tried some Swiss chard, 
please go get some. And we, there's lots of recipes actually on my website for that. And I know in your book too, you have um, some charred recipes as well. And again, it's just as simple as putting it ribbons of it in your soup that you're already making. So right. Or very light stir fry. It's wonderful for a stir for a stir fry. And also that reminds me, Ellie, beet greens. Yes. Beet greens are wonderful. So they're they're, they're they cook up like spinach or like Swiss chard and Swiss chard and they're so nutritious. Um they're, my mother hipped me to beet greens when we were creating our cookbook actually in 2018, because I wasn't using them at all. Beets are not my favorite, but I was just trying to get them in and she made a stir fry with them and they were delicious. And um, we added them to the cookbook. So I'm really a fan of them. I personally think, and I, I feel like food is very, um, sort of there's this meant to be aspect of it sometimes that just charms me. And I find that when I roast the beets and then also stir in a stir fried beet greens with the roasted beets, there's this beautiful harmony of sweet um, and bitter that really comes together gorgeously on the plate together. So it grows together. It goes together is That's sort of right. the mantra. That's right. I bet that's delicious. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. So let's talk. So then there's also, so these are, that's a wonderful list that completely is in line with the list I made also. Um, but then let's talk about also, there's some con convenience. Um, you know, it's definitely one thing you buy a bunch of greens from the farmer's market. It's a great thing to buy at the farmer's market, I think, because it's a real hardy plant. So it's available almost year round at the farmer's market, even in the Northeast here um, and uh, where I am anyway. Um, but, uh, but also, you know what? There is no shame in getting those pre-washed greens in the package. They're already chopped sometimes, which is not my favorite, but I, I will definitely buy pre-washed greens. And then like with arugula, boom, yeah. instant salad. You take a handful of it, you put it in a bowl with some lemon juice and olive oil and uh, some beans and other vegetables that you have. And you have a gorgeous salad in two seconds. That is your dark green leafies. I love that you brought that up because you definitely will eat greens more if you are able to avoid washing them or washing some of them, right? Because that's the chore, bringing them home and washing them, um, chopping them, drying them, and storing them. Um, and if you don't do it right away, you wait a couple of days, then they start to wilt. Um, you've all, you've, and you've also lost a couple of days where you could be eating those greens, right? So, Yes, the convenience greens are great. The, the pre-washed, pre-packaged greens, you, there's arugula, and there's also different kinds of mixed greens, right? And so you do, you, and some people wash them, you, you know, they're, they're usually triple washed, but you can wash them again if you want, um, or just go through them, you know, um, take out some of the yellowing, wilting ones, and instantly make a salad. And one of the great things about that also is if you get those pre-washed, pre-packed greens, and you make the salad right away, and you put it in a big salad bowl with a cover, you will eat off of that for the rest of the week. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to wait. If it's there, if it's ready, you will eat off of it because you know that you only have a few days, right? And so you're going to pick it to eat as a salad. You're going to um, use it in a wrap. You might even use them in a stir fry. You might make a quesadilla 
some scramble, tofu scramble, put them in that. But you're going to think of creative ways to get those greens in, throw them in a smoothie. So yes, it's it's a wonderful idea to get those prepackaged greens. And I also love frozen greens. I think yeah. uh, you can, and, and that's one of the things, you know, I travel, I used to travel a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Or you don't have a chance to get to the store and just knowing that you have all these great ingredients in the freezer. So I buy frozen greens all the time also, and you can get frozen collards, frozen kale, frozen spinach, and they really are nutritionally comparable to oh. greens that are um, cooked, to cooked green, fresh greens, to cooked fresh greens. So you're not compromising. No, Um, not at all. Frozen greens are fabulous. I mean, obviously fresh is best and then frozen. And I think especially during COVID people, I personally got into frozen greens more because I was, I didn't want to go to the store every couple of days, right? I was going to the store less and buying more Um, And so I started to look at getting more frozen greens and to see what was available. And you can get pretty much, um, you can get almost everything, you know, frozen. And they really are just as nutritious and they last. Um, And they're great for smoothies too. Yeah. And while we're talking about the nutritious aspect of it, I do want to touch on that. So we're, you know, we're talking about how to get your greens and that's amazing, but also nutritionally, like why, why are these so remarkable. And I know the answer to that, but I want to hear you tell us. (laughs) Well, they are the healthiest foods on the planet. So um, dark leafy greens help you stay healthy because they're packed with antioxidants, which are cancer fighting um, kind of phytonutrients, right? They're full of fiber. And sadly, 98% of Americans don't get enough fiber in their diet. And uh, greens are one of the best ways, dark leafy greens in particular, are one of the best ways to get them. And we need fiber to keep our colons healthy, um, to stay healthy in general. They um, have lutein, they have vitamin K, they have vitamin A, they, I mean, different greens have different things, right? In general, you want to focus on variety. Um, They have calcium, they can help um, build strong bones. They're so we don't even know all of the health properties of greens, right? But we know um, some of these things. What else can I mention? Um, They can help um, improve your eyesight. They can help improve memory. They can help decrease your risk for the top pillars in the country, heart disease, stroke, um, certain cancers, diabetes. They can help um, with weight loss if that's something that you're aiming for. Um, So just in general, They are the healthiest foods to eat on the planet, even healthier than fruit. And so just think of them as health promoting in all kinds of ways for every reason um, that you uh, can think of in terms of not getting these common chronic diseases, lengthening your life, improving your eyesight, improving your memory, decreasing your risk for Alzheimer's, um, strong bones. Um, different dark leafy greens do all of that. So just focus on variety. Um, and then I think just in, in general, they help you glow. If you know, they help they, the color, all of the colors of food are in greens, right? You get all of those, the reds, the oranges, the, the yellows, they all are in the chlorophyll. They're all in the greens, right? And so the more greens you eat, the more internal healthy glow you have. 
And so I always say the glow is in the greens. That's, <laughs> that's a good reason for beauty. That's great. The glow is in the greens. I love that. And I absolutely. And one of the remarkable things about sort of beautiful skin and this beautiful glow that comes out and that faces the world is that it's a reflection of the health and vibrancy that's within you because these foods, leafy greens in particular, as we're talking about today, these foods nourish every single cell in your body. And when you eat this way, it shows. Yeah. You're, pr- got- you're living proof. You and your mom are living proof. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. We, We've been, we, we try, we, we, um, we try to get dark leafy greens at least three times a day. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really focus on that. I love her in, in your book, uh, Ageless Vegan. I love her daily green smoothie that she makes. So she puts some leaves in there. Um, also I made your, um, quinoa and collards recipe, which I absolutely adored. And one thing that struck me when I was making it is that I think it, Many pe- so it's this lovely bed of um, quinoa that has um, turmeric in it. And then uh, on top of that, you put these greens that you saute, uh, collard greens with garlic and um, sun-dried tomatoes, which add this beautiful kind of texture, me- meaty-ish texture, you know, umami flavor. Um, and then it has nutritional yeast, which is lovely. Um, also more umami. But one of the things that struck me when I was making it is I, I was... Um, I guess it, delighted by how quickly um, you cook the greens mm-hmm. and how um, tender and luscious they are when you cook them that way. And I think there's this misconception that you need to cook the heck out of collard greens. And I love long cooked greens. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you don't have to cook them that way, that they're actually lovely and tender when you just give them a nice little stir fry. Yes. Absolutely. And they still retain that brightness, you know, that color they get, they get a little darker, but still bright. And yeah, my growing up, my grandmother was a fabulous cook. Um, And one of, one of the things she did was she cooked her greens until they were kind of grayish. And that's typically, you know, what we do. And they were delicious, but you know, greens are like fruit. They don't, they're done. They don't have to be cooked. And so you have a choice. You can eat them raw. You can eat them um, quickly cooked, quickly um, sauteed or long cooked. It's up to you, but they don't have to be cooked. And I think people really um, think about that for salad greens, but less so, you know, for the heartier collard greens and, and greens like that. So yes, they, they cook so quickly. And that's one of my favorite recipes in the book. I eat that almost once a week and it, and um, it has pine nuts. You can add pine oh, yes. nuts for the creaminess. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you like that. Oh, I loved it. It was delicious. And my husband, who is definitely not a vegetarian, he always asks me like, okay, well, this is a nice side dish kind of thing. <laughs> he loved it as his main meal. I mean, and I think it was the quinoa, yeah. the balance of the quinoa. So, um, so that was fun to have in turn him on to that. Um, One other way that we had discussed in the past using collard greens, which I want to turn people onto is as a wrap, like a burrito wrap. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of people do that with raw collards, which is fine, I guess, but I find it too chewy like that. I kind of like to blanch them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can blanch the collards just for one minute and Mm -hmm. it actually brightens their color. And then I just dry them with a, a 
towel and then keep them in the fridge. They'll last for like several days in the fridge. So you can do that even ahead of time. And then you come home and you want to make your burrito with whatever you want, beans and rice, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can wrap it in this gorgeous green leaf. And it's not only beautiful and it's not only healthy, um, but it's totally delicious. It's beautiful too. Right. It, um, I mean, if you throw some purple cabbage in there, some carrots inside the it, it's a gorgeous thing to eat. Um, so, yes, I love eating them that way. And so my question is, Ellie, do you cut the stem out and do you make it, um, you know, do you make so that you have leaves for two wraps? Is that how you do? Oh, it? no. You know what I do? Um, and that's one way to do it. I cut the bottom stem off. And then I leave the center stem, but I, if it's very thick, I shave it down with a vegetable peeler. So it's easy to wrap. So I, that's my, that's my method that I've done, but you could definitely do like two smaller wraps and just cut the rib out. What do you do? I've done both. I've done both. I've cut the bottom stem out. um, And then I use the whole wrap. um, And I've also done, I've cut the stem out and made smaller wraps, especially if I'm doing, you know, something in the summertime for friends, you know, and I, I want to make a raw wrap or something. Yeah. And that's fun at a party. You know, it's more bite-sized kind of yeah. in a way. Yeah. So, well, this has been a really enlightening conversation. I am personally very jazzed up about more greens. I need to get my, me, I need to get myself on board with three times a day like you. Um, so you're inspiring me. And I hope you've, ins- I know you've inspired everyone else who's listening. Um, is there anything you wanted to add before we wrap up? Um, my, my mantra is it's your greens, not your genes. So I just want to add that it's your greens, not your genes. Um, you know, eating dark leafy greens, are one of the best ways we know to get healthy, to stay healthy. Um, Being vegan isn't 100%. Being plant-based isn't 100% guarantee of good health, but um, it's 80 to 90%. And I'll take that bet. So that's why I say, you know, it's about your greens, not your genes. So um, as much as you can start adding to your plate today would be great. Well, we will walk away with that thought. And also thank you so much, Tracy McWhorter. You're wonderful to talk to. And, uh, and I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I hope you're inspired to get more dark green leafies into your life. Go to elliekrieger.com to learn more about Tracy McWhorter and get links to delicious, easy recipes that feature dark greens. Join me next time for another one real good thing. <laughs>